doing? And to podcast. Turn left. I hardly know her. Um, hello and, and, and welcome to uh, to the, the the show. And um, it's important to note that um, in this reality, I have been the only person who's ever been on this before. There's been no other co-host. I've never met a, never met anyone who co-hosted with me before ever. Um, so I'm I'm the only main host today. But actually, you have two special co-hosts actually joining me today uh, for just for today. You may recognize one of them, but we have a new friend as well. So if they could introduce themselves and get me out of this very awkward intro, <laughs> I could like try and, okay, and sort something out. Yes, I'm a veteran of the pod, uh, Peter. And I'm a newbie, I'm Paul. Yeah, I'm Paul. Um, host of Snapped, of course. Um, oh, yes. yes. Promo for promo. <laughs> One like, one promo. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day about like, like the, the language of the internet we've lost. Like you know, one one like for you're the one who, oh, all kind of stuff. Because my Facebook is one like, like for one prayer. Oh no, 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 used to do one like for a paragraph, and then oh. you wrote like what you like about your friend. I'm like, I don't know what I like about you, Sarah. So I'm not going to. Oh, do it's yours. like like for a tbh. Oh uh, yes. Oh god. Um, That's a different reality I don't want to go back to. <laughs> I, Peter, I told you that like some French guy hacked into my Facebook, didn't they? <laughs> what? <laughs> when? I, I woke up uh, like last year before college. This is when I had a life. I woke up and I had like a, a notification saying like, you'd want to check, like you, you'd want to change your Facebook profile, uh, password, whatever, like someone has maybe like accessed your info. Or there's like a, it was like a new login from whatever. And I, I like went into my profile and I just like there's like a random French guy who added himself as a friend in my account. What? Yeah, like he he like hacked in, added himself as a friend and logged out. I I never I didn't change my password or anything. So like I still have like a I just I just, I just had like I don't know I, I unfriended him anyway. Um, oh no, maybe he just wanted a friend. That was like, <laughs> we went a long way to get a friend. Zachary <laughs> <Exactly> Blue. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm learning French and Duolingo again, so I'm I'm, I'm kind of getting I'm, I'm, <laughs> multifaceted. You can communicate with them now. <laughs> uh, uh, turn left. Um, broadcast on the twenty first of June, two thousand eight. So nice summer, nice summer jam. Um, directed by Graham Harper, who has been directing a lot more this year. And obviously, this is like this kind of run of episodes is his. It's not his last hurrah. He has one special left, but then after that, he's pretty much retired from TV. And from mm. everything, um, except life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but what what a run of episodes, though. Yeah, that's a good way to I go. I know, I know. This, I think, is it? Is it Wars of Mars? I think it's Wars of Mars. He goes out out on the end. Mm-hmm. Just a great a great way to go. Um, written by Russell T Davies, who uh, we will never speak about again, uh, <laughs> except, except the multiple times we do. 
Uh, the gist. The gist of this one I have written down is so fucking long. Um, Donna, we all know Donna, is forced by a time beetle or something, I don't know, into changing her own past so she never meets the doctor and he dies as a result because he gets drowned by, by killing Arachnos. Uh, and as a result, the whole world just goes to shit. Um, all his friends die horribly trying to stop the attacks that he had stopped himself uh, in the original timeline. London becomes like a nuclear fallout zone. Um, internment camps are introduced. Uh, Rose as well. If you, We all remember Rose. Keeps showing up and telling Donna, like, oh, you know, it wasn't like this before. You know, you, something happened that changed everything. Um, she keeps trying to convince Donna to, like, you know, at work with them. Um, but ultimately she kind of reveals that, oh yeah, Donna, you have to kind of die to, you know, fix all of this, which Donna does. She gets hit by a car or a truck or whatever, and it, it changes back the timeline. So she goes, instead of going right for a job interview, she goes left and she saves the day. At the end, she and the doctor are like catching up. Doctor's like, yeah, it's, it's a beetle or whatever. And then Donna's like, oh yeah, this woman helped me. And she told me I was brilliant. Uh, she had like blonde hair and the doctor's like, I only know one person with blonde hair. <laughs> what was her name? And then she's like, oh, I don't know, but she told me like two words, bad wolf. And then Dr. Like runs outside and all the signs say bad wolf. And then it turns out like it's the end of the universe, basically. Um, yeah, turn left. That ending always reminds me of when you sent me that video where it was all Ed Balls instead of <laughs> bad wolf. <laughs> I need to say that. <laughs> oh, Ed Balls. Um... This let's let's not be around the bush. This isn't a very fun episode to be talking about. Uh, I'm so- <laughs> I will say sorry that this is probably my favorite episode of New Who. I mean, it is great, but it's also like oh, it's very serious. Yeah, I yeah. get. It. Yeah, like we, we you cried three times just yeah. rewatching it. I literally <laughs> cried, and I don't know why. I just feel like I felt like I was like. 10 again and be yeah. like oh my god Doctor Who I think I mm. actually missed this being aired because I was in a play that night but <laughs> oh, that was my that was my turn left yeah. <laughs> Rose appeared with an overbite and she was like get back to the house to watch it yeah. oh please can we talk about Billy Piper's teeth first of all yeah it should be credited separately in the intro like I just feel so bad because she doesn't know how to play Rose and like I like differently to Peter I hadn't watched Doctor at all when I was younger, like the first time I ever watched it was 2020, like the end when we got together. So I, yeah, I just fell in love with Rose and Ten and Rose's relationship. And then when she shows up in Partners in Crime, I'm like, fuck, that's Rose. And then when she finally comes back, I'm like, oh, that's not Rose. Yeah. Like, I don't know who she is. No, but even she's like, I don't know how to be Rose anymore, lol. She's built. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just feel like I don't get the genuine, like, Roseness of it all. And I do feel a bit like, you know, oh, it was a bit underwhelming for me to see her come back. But um, when I started to listen to the big finish, ones of like the Dimension canon, it's like her basically like before this, jumping into the old universe to try and find the Doctor. I like it more because yeah. then I feel like her, her character kind of is bridged better. But I feel like it's a bit abrupt. I don't know. The writing choice or the acting choice strange for Billy here. I know. Mm. It's disappointing, isn't it? It's like because you're excited from all the way through the season her to come and then it's like kind of spoiled that in the title sequence that she's gonna be in it and then mm. she's just sort of lurking in a lot of shots <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah she's ominous definitely and on the flip side like 
Catherine Tate does such a good job with yeah. acting in this one. Mm. I feel like she like blends the character of Donna as we've known her throughout the whole season, like the evolution of her. And then she goes right back to how she was in Runaway Bride. More like, more for me, like Catherine Tate, the character. Yeah, where like she's brash. Like, yeah, the bit in the office where she's getting fired mm. and stuff. Like she's a lot more brash. And I really like the fact that she's able to go between those two so well, but there's so much heart in it. She is a standout for me in this one. Yeah. Mm. Um, speaking of actors, there's... Um... Uh, Jacqueline King in this is just completely like I think it's 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 her best episode as Sylvia. But oh like, there's yeah. That, there's that one scene um, where Donna comes back inside, mm-hmm. and like it's, it has like that, there's that one shot of like Sylvia looking completely dead inside. That's maybe one of the most depressing images ever broadcast in the show. It's one of the most powerful ones as well. Um, Another great performance is that one scene. There's a lot of a great one scene performance in this. Like that guy here runs in going like, it's a Christmas star. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shut up, all of you. Come and see. Just look at the sky. It's a star. It's a Christmas star. And then Donna's like, it's a web. I'm like, what? Yeah, why would, she, why would he know that? Yeah, uh, everyone's um, acting. I, I, yeah, and I do like how they do sort of go between each of the different sort of bits that the doctor would have saved before. Mm. Like, I feel like that really rewards you for having watched all those episodes and really cared about it. And it's good to see, like, when you know Martha dies instead of being saved um, in the hospital and all those things. Like, it just you feel emotional because you care about the characters. And I yeah. feel like that's four seasons worth of content and like hard work by Russell at this point. Yeah, but you're like viewing mm-hmm. them as like one-off lines that like you would just hear in the news and like not really care about if you didn't know who they were. Yeah, it does that mm-hmm. Love and Monsters thing for me too, where it's like we're watching it from the perspective of like an average person, but at this time we actually know them really well and it's Donna. Yeah. Mm. Um, and like another great Sylvia scene is when it's like, it's like her and Donna are like lying on the ground. And so Sylvia's just like, every single person I think of, like in terms of my friends, they're all just dead. And I have to keep thinking about how like every every new person I think of as like, you know, I wonder where they are. I have to remember, oh, they're they're all dead and I'm that, still here. That's very like Catholic granny coded of like, that person's dead, <laughs> that person's dead. No, but like there's just an enjoyment out of that. Like yeah. my mum will do that now. She's like a Catholic <laughs> granny actually. And she's like oh my god, did he hear so-and-so's dead? I'm like, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. This is the campness of opening the newspaper. Yeah. Oh, there's so-and-so's dead. <laughs> oh, man. Um, my grandmother, I have like a wordle thread still with my grandmother, you know, just because... <laughs> oh. uh, and she, there was like one a couple of weeks ago where I'm trying to find that it was some fucking weird fucking thing that she sent me on. It was like... Um, <laughs> Oh yeah, it was like some I can't remember what what word it was, but um, she texted me afterwards saying like, "Do you think that was a big like, nod or tribute to Ronan Keating uh, this week?" <laughs> After like, I like I don't think they know. Who Ronan is. <laughs> like, I don't think they, I don't the think New York Times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, well, yeah. did, Paul, do you know that one time my granny uh, interrupted one of our podcasts? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, uh, David and I were doing a review of Spy Kids three, and my granny <laughs> just walked in and started talking to me. What did you think of the movie? No, Awful. she did. She was just talking yeah, about it. Eh? Yeah. What was? Was that the same one where like my dog went like fucking ballistic in the next room? Like, oh yes. <laughs> to run out. That was a chaotic podcast era, or like uh, the. Have you even listened to those? I don't think so. I don't think so. Um. Yeah. Like. 
the other like another big performance in this there's there's one that i want to highlight as well later but like um the first thing is like when there's like the whole they're talking, they're talking like america and how america's gonna like do whatever and then like god save america all this stuff and then it cuts to trinity wells being like <laughs> america is in crisis the world <laughs> is fucking over everyone's turning to fat and they're all dead <laughs> uh, it's just iconic. She uh, chews the scenery every <laughs> single time. That's why she got her own big finish. I know. It's I know. It's, like every single we talked this like in their episode. Like I think it was, can't what episode it was, but like Trinity Wells. Whenever they cut Trinity Wells, she's like, "The world is over. Armageddon <laughs> is upon us." Where's her like, box at? She only got where, to be in one Captain Jack. Oh, she Story. didn't get her own box. Oh, it'll be coming. It was all about how he was her taxi driver or something. I can't be Maybe Ronnie Chandra's going to want to When they bring her back for the 60th, which apparently they are doing, um, we we'll get that actually. We'll get the, the, the Trinity Wells box that we deserve. Um, well, as where's, where's the, the Where's the box set for the woman in the hotel who points at <laughs> Donald's box? the point. Oh, the yes. point. point. Whoa. <laughs> where's, her, where's her backstory where she meets, like, Mr. Magpie or something? Yeah, like, of everything that happened in the world, like, London was obliterated and she's like, there's a beetle on your back, girl. I'm like, okay, there's bigger things. It was a web in the sky. True. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and even, like, the, like, I feel like the magnitude of that is so strong where it's like, Seven million people need to be rehoused, and like way more have died. I'm like, oh, from this one like crash. It, it, it's very, as you said, it's very. It just turns very dark very quickly. Like it's yeah. very fast paced. It just shows you like how quickly the doctor's impact is felt when he's not there. Yeah, mm. and I really like that. And I always wondered. I was sent to Pete before about this too. Is like, did he choose not to regenerate? You know, when he dies. Uh, yeah. with arachnos mm-hmm. versus like does, is he unable to regenerate i like the the fact of like he's so upset after rose he's so angry and like lost that he decides that's it yeah I think that's cool i think we were definitely talking about how he's like the most like 10 is so dramatic like he's the most su- <laughs> suicidal at that point <laughs> yeah <laughs> that he literally wants to like be sucked into the arachnos baby pit and mm. drawing yeah i like that mm. um the other like big performance is um, Mr. Colasanto, um, oh, of course, which, which ties into the dystopian thing. Because obviously, he gets sent to like an internment camp, which uh, we both, uh, Peter, you and I, I don't know Paul, if you know about the Doctor Who Adventures, um, bit Mr. Colasanto. It no. was like it was like they had a thing in their one of their issues where it was like you know, back when magazines were doing this thing, were like. We've hidden a character on this page. If, if you oh, find, yeah, 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 you, you can. It was like Mr. Colasanto has escaped from the in, from the internment camp. <laughs> no, <laughs> you can find him. You can win Doctor Who Uno set from the fucking uh, whatever. Oh, uh, this is uh, that's a bit insensitive. But then I don't feel like when Donna bursts in the room and calls him Mussolini, that's a bit insensitive <laughs> as well. I don't know if that would fly. No, way. well, at um, least now it's canon that he. Escapes the internment camp. <laughs> or though it's Doctor Adventures canon. <laughs> Doctor uh, Adventures is canon? Is it? It probably is. Like, anything can be canon. Everything everything is canon as long as you believe. Um I didn't realise as well that he plays the the Pope in Extremis. <gasps> oh does he? Yeah. <gasps> well, that was his new job when he got fined. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was his turn left. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Turn the page left. At least, page he's, at least he's in two good episodes. I love. 
<laughs> same, same with the actress who plays the like fortune teller being Chantho. Like, Chantho, yeah. Oh, the although queen. That, bit, that bit feels kind of sus to me in terms of like the the tropes that they were playing on. Um, it should have been Chantho should have come back. This, this, like those prosthetics, surely you can just like whip them out and like and just use them again. Um, the whole thing as well that it's something that they they never really delve into. I'm like I kind of wish they would in other stuff. Um, even though it's it's a bit faction paradox core is the tricksters brigade. Yes, it, yeah, because like it's it's one of those things where like you could get like a good solid like maybe three or four like things that like oh it's someone from take on and like could do like fucking Captain John versus the tricksters brigade and like Clive. From... Yeah, does, but does it not come up in Miracle Day or something? It do, there is like a mention of it because there's like some Ooh. when there's some monster. Uh, I think it's the monster they find where in the one episode where they reference um, the doctor and there's a. It's the one that has like the three brothers where there's like a guy who looks like Tony Spray. I think I think that's the only like Doctor Who Universe thing that's ever aired on my birthday, and I was like so excited, and it was like Miracle Day episode seven oh, or something. Fair. Paul has not opposed two episodes into Miracle Day and said, I'm "Yeah, like, no, I would watch it, but we just got sidetracked because it like compared to Children of Earth, it was just not my favorite. But one thing I really do like about the Beetle in this is that like the objective is similar to like what the Trickster does normally. Like yeah. he changes one tiny thing, you know, obviously from Sergey and like one tiny thing in the universe, and then the ramifications of that. Like he feeds off of like the time that doesn't exist, and then obviously the Beetle does the same thing. I think that's." So cool. Like again, if you don't watch Sarah Jane, you don't know who the trickster is, you're like, okay, cool. Yeah. I still I know mm-hmm. what it is, I get the concept of it. But if you do, then you get a bit more. I think and that's I cool. think they're so aware that the beetle looks shit that they don't show you it enough and they just do that weird like clicky noise that it actually the noise is a bit is unsettling. The noise mm. is scary. But yeah. like when it's actually on like at the end it's lying there on the ground and the doctor is like poking it with a stick. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, fair. that's a big bit of plastic. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. It's 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 like it's just one of those episodes where it's part of a run that is just completely you know I've said this before I think it's like series four I feel the the bits that people remember are this run you know from um sounds the library to the mm-hmm. finale is like the bit where everyone's like that's the best season Doctor Who but then like the bits before it aren't that that strong but this is like the I think this is the high point of that run um. For me, anyway, I think it's it's the best episode of the season. I think it's the best Russell episode. Um, it's the best. It might be the best Ten Ear episode. Um, although I, I still do love Fear Her to to. Okay. <laughs> I actually actually rewatched Fear Her recently, and it did go down a little bit, but it's it's still it's still lingering up there. Um, are you saying yeah. it's the best episode of season two? I know you're a series two hater. It is, without a doubt, still the best episode of series two. <laughs> yeah, I know. I do. I agree. Like, I do think Russell does a really good job with this one. And like, I, I like a lot of things. I like the setup more than I like the actual ending because then there's so much potential. Like the last five minutes of this episode is yeah. so high paced. Like, I just love. Mm-hmm. And like as you say, I mean, make fun of it. Like, oh, she's a blonde girl. It must be Rose from a different dimension. Like, obviously, but that's not. It just shows you how yeah. like obsessed they are with each other. Like, I yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, see, I see that a bit. But yeah, I think it's a bit of a reach. But then from like the way the music just builds and like yeah, he's running yeah. and it's like yeah. I love the bit where like the banners like I'm like oh my god <laughs> spelling it like I like I just feel like the pace is so good and then when he gets in and he's like it's the end of the universe and Donna's like oh god not again 
But when you when you hear that cluster bell, it's just mm, and then right into the next time trailer, it just oh, yeah. so good. And the next time trailer is like boom, 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 boom. Yeah, <laughs> the editors were sniffing something like it's so <laughs> frantic, but it matches the pacing of the episode really well. I think it's really really good. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a bit long. It's feel, the episode feels short, even though it's a bit longer than usual too. Like it is yeah well paced. I think. Did you see that? Like they were gonna try to explain like. Uh, like they were going to say that Torchwood or Unit sent people back to the Shakespeare age to explain away the Carrionites and all. It's like, <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> like in 15, whatever, and oh, I did see that, yeah. No, that's a big finish. Oh, Nick yeah. Briggs stepped down. He's listening. He's got his notepad out. They've already done the fucking Carrionites and they're going to do them again. Um, Nick Briggs, uh, call me. Uh, please, <laughs> I have genuinely. I I keep pitching the idea of adding like a really superfluous segment where we talk about big finish because I want big finish to send us review copies of stuff. Um, <laughs> oh my god, please! Um, but I think Nick Briggs is probably at this point um, very much like, if I know who you are, you're you're dead to me. Yeah, I think uh, he's heard me slander him <laughs> on every single episode. <laughs> I was like, I can hate Nick Briggs, and you can hate Barnaby Edwards. <laughs> oh, Barnaby Edwards. Um, I haven't talked about Barnaby Edwards in years, actually. Did you not really hate him for like? Oh, I, listen, you, you hate someone for no reason for a while, and then they kind of. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of my favorite yeah. shots in this episode too is when Rose is like walking over Donna's lifeless body, and she doesn't give. Oh, she swings and her she hair, and she's like a bad wolf. By she, the way, yeah, she's like I'm bad wolf, and I'll see you soon. Like she doesn't care, but like I do like, and I'm assuming it's meant to be. Um, the intention is that it's very like Father's Day, you know, when Rose, yeah. like he mm-hmm. uh, Peter, has to die for the world to fix itself because something Rose has done wrong like uh and she's there watching him get hit by a truck or a car or whatever i'm like rose needs to just stay away from the road i know we were talking during the episode of like it just shows like how like callous rose comes back she's like i don't really care about anyone as long as i get back to tan i like that too i do i think that's in character for like her. she's like donna you're gonna die mm. and donna's like oh i'm not gonna die i get it she's like i don't really care you're gonna die <laughs> It's not like Donna's so tired. She's like, oh, in the library episodes, it's like, by the way, like, you're not in this book for much longer. Mm-hmm. And then they send her away and she's at the spa for a day and then she's dead yeah. again. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> it's her. T- I do think she has the bleakest story probably mm-hmm. all the way through of any yeah. companion, especially for only one season. But it's just so crazy that, like, Catherine Tate doesn't do that. Like, not. I'm not saying Doctor Who's serious acting, but, like, she right. only ever does comedy, really. So it is shocking that she was able to give like that good a performance just randomly out of nowhere. Yeah. Mm. And she's so good in this. Like when she's like, I'm so tired, it's so relatable. Yeah, it is. Like, <laughs> and that's the like I I again I hadn't seen Doctor Who, but I'd seen that meme a lot. Like yeah. that one meme, like when it was like when the seventh person gets kicked out of the the house party because there's only allowed to be six people in COVID. <laughs> and it was like, I'm so tired. But I, it's so funny the whole time watching, I never knew it was Rose, you know, like, yeah. was, never knew it was Billy Piper standing, which I'm glad for. I also love, like, when Rose is like, you're the most special person ever. And Donna's like, don't bother. Yeah. 
<laughs> she's like, I've had I'm enough. Trash. You yeah. Do you get to jump around in your like pleather suit, but I have to stay here <gasps> on the ground? Though she does kind of give her a read when she's like, you're always wearing that outfit. <laughs> <laughs> like she must smell or something. Uh, um, it's their version of the Sarah Jane Rose fight in Korean. <laughs> <Skorian> <laughs> Oh, I wish that would actually be good. Like a proper, like I don't think it shows like Rose's growth as well. Like she doesn't want like fight with Donna, or she's not really jealous yeah. of her. She knows she's like expendable. She, in a she's way. gonna use her. Yeah, she's yeah. like you're the reason. You're the way I'm gonna get back. Because even when she's like, oh, you're his friend. Like I used to be his friend too. Mm. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think is is scarier? Um. That one shot where all the stars just start going out like out of nowhere, um, or the fact that it confirms that like all those kids from Sarah Jane just fucking ate shit in the. <laughs> but like, it's so disrespectful because they're like, look, and then Clyde and Maria are like behind other dialogue. They're like, <laughs> yeah, um, Clyde and, and Maria. Yeah, but Maria can stay there in that universe. Yeah. Oh my gosh, hard. Where was Rani? Rani, Rani wasn't so oh, no. That's going to be the big finish box, so. I hope. Rani and Gita. Please. That, Bloomin' Lovely. Yes. Turn Bloomin' Lovely. <laughs> uh, um, I like that, though, that, like, fan wank of, like, name-dropping people, like, even name-dropping Gwen and Yanto, but, like, it's also subtle at the time, foreshadowing you to know that they're going to come in the next episode, but... Mm. Where were Tosh and Owen in this universe? They were still dead. They they, they went they went forward in time and died before any any of this. <laughs> oh, I never thought about that. Yeah, that was almost they were trying too hard to keep to the canon where yeah. they actually like got. I, it I wrong. think it would have been camp if they were like Susie. Susie, <gasps> I love or Susie. Adam. Maybe not that. But I like that. I like that world building. I like the fact they reused that unit soldier mm. and Magumbo. Is that the? The unit woman, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. only from, many from Planet of the Dead. Yes, yes, I know. It just feels like it's the same world, and I do really like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where's Malcolm oh. though? Where's Malcolm's box? Where's, at? where's <laughs> Mal? Didn't he? Hasn't the Evans like basically just vanished from? Yeah, I don't know what he life. does anymore. I think he like soft retired to stay with his family like five years ago or something, and he just completely disappeared. You know that Nick has asked him to be in the Lady Christina box set. <laughs> um, Jacob Dubman's probably working on his Lee Evans. Please. He's probably watching, watching all of Lee Evans. I'm going to say now, I, I can't stand Lee Evans' uh, stand-up. Um, no, I, I find so it. annoying. I don't really even like Malcolm that much. <laughs> yeah, Malcolm's... Uh, uh, I, I, um, I'm sure, like, I've been... Pro- sh- like, not shepherding, but I've been showing people uh, New Who for the first time, uh, a group of people online, my friends. And we're actually watching Deep Breath and Into the Dalek tonight for the uh, they're watching for the first time. So that's, that's 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 exciting for them. Um, but we we basically we like pick episodes to watch together, and then we watch the rest of them by ourselves. And yeah, it came idea. time to watch Planet of the Dead, and uh, we were like, you know, we don't have to watch this one together. We can like we can just watch this by ourselves, and we can watch like Waters of Mars and like the first part of End of Time together. But we were like, no, look, we'll, we'll watch, like, we'll keep up tradition. We'll watch Planet of the Dead, and it was one of the most interminable hours of my it's of my so life. Wild. It it is just, it's you forget how how bad Planet of the Dead is, and then I love when Planet he just it. opens the Easter egg, and that's the only reference to Easter. <laughs> yeah. 
in the whole thing, even though it was called an Easter special. Yeah, I know. They did try. That was something I get. Like, what else is Easter Bunny going to be in it? Like, don't give them ideas. <laughs> it was bad enough with those, like, evil dolphin thingies. I don't know what they were. Oh, it's just and bad. Then, and then our second Easter special was, um, was, Black the Sea Devils was Easter. Oh, Sea Devil, yeah, Sea Devils was Easter, yeah. 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 So yeah. the quality's on the floor. What does the Sea Devil call a doctor? A bitch or something? No. Uh, he 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 says he he says like something, but it sounds like he's saying you twat or something like yeah. that. You can take it, don't mind us. Just don't give out your card details. A lot of sharks out there. Twat. <laughs> <laughs> he kinda, yeah, that was me trying. And then he like Mario jumps onto the ship. <laughs> but he- no, I hate that. I really hate that. It is, actually, do you know about the the Sea Devil controversy behind the scenes? Uh, oh I no! Have cut, I had to cut this all out. Um, so, Prax- we all remember and love Praxius. Apologies for cutting in, but that's a story for another day. Anyway. Yeah, because it oh. seems it seems like they are going to be in Praxis when they're in like that big lump of plastic underwater. Mm. Oh, or it was going to be like Autony or something with the plastic yeah, too. But, but then it's just nothing. Nothing. It's just like two gay spacemen. Yeah, I don't remember right. anything else. And that's the follow up to the fugitive doctor. Like, no, please, I don't want to talk about this anymore. It's really, it's really bad. Two girls, two girls roaming. We're, we're two. Oh my <laughs> god! Where's their big finish box at? <laughs> Who would they meet? Go. Uh, <laughs> well, that's me and Drew. Well, they're roaming. They're staying at the hotel. <laughs> River Song uh-huh. and the Fourth Doctor. <laughs> God um, is what the fourth doctor would be saying. To them. And Mr. Colasanto. <laughs> oh, they could even just reuse uh, Warren Brown's um, big finish promo image where he's like running. They, the one no, they he's got a fist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's in um, Unit. Maybe he'll be in the new Unit spin off featuring Kate and Freemagement and. Magumbo. <laughs> but do you see that people are actually reporting that that's true? I'm like, I don't think that's true. But Freeman's been talking a lot about it. I see a lot of clips from I did her. see she did an yeah. interview with Radio Times, was it? Where mm. she was like, oh, it was such a nice time of yes. my life or something. But I, I think she's also yeah. done a lot of like panels where she said like the writing, like she didn't really like the way Martha mm. was written. I think the thing is, um, like the unit thing is definitely, like it's definitely, they're definitely making a unit TV show with Gemma Raygrave. Mm. I think the thing is that Current Freema currently makes a lot of money in the American like public not the public what, what the American like network system yeah. in terms of royalties is so lucrative that like you'd be you'd be stupid to to like, get rid of all that to be in a, a streaming show which pays like absolutely nothing in terms of royalties yeah um, and also I don't really think she would probably want to like if she's if she doesn't want to do big finish then i don't think she wants to do like doctor who again she barely did big finish even in the lockdown when it was like obvious to do it can we we just like i think i I think we said this before but like marina certis in that story of martha box is one of this just one of the like worst like vocal performances i've i've ever heard in my life but like I don't know why like the the story of Martha book is so bad and then the big finish is even worse. It's like mm. just don't touch that. It's just yeah. I, I think it's just like it's just not an interest in to have like because like the like we get like, we get enough of a of a kind of purview from last of the time words of her walking about. Like, I think just trying to show that is like not interesting as a as a kind of concept because it is literally just like 
every week Martha goes to someone and says, uh, could you just remember this guy? He's cool. <laughs> like, like, that's like the entirety of like, the whole thing. I don't know. Um, you know, speaking of Big Finish, I've also been listening to, um, cause I was like, I was like, you know, it's, it's been 10 years since the 50th. I'm going to try and let it be. Uh, I actually, actually, I did listen to it at the end again. I want, I'm going to do like a like 50 minute sidebar and like in the end, cause I, have, I have need to talk about it in the end. Um, the destiny of the doctor stuff, you know, where it's like, every, oh. uh, like yeah, and it's just like, I, I listened to, um, I listened to the, at least I think I listened to the, the second doctor one. I have no memory listening to that one. I was like last month. Um, the first doctor one I listened to again and that's fine. But I re- I read the Owen call for, um, you're we reading the, the books as well. Yeah, but I was reading the books. That I doctor, the, that, that first doctor yeah. one is trash. Like honking, absolutely honking. And at the end, where because <laughs> the the whole premise is that like the doc, the first doctor loses his hand, and has to wear a porcelain like <laughs> bionic commando cell mech hand, lets him punch through the walls and stuff. Which <laughs> already like you're like, using like the first doctor as like a a a, a vehicle for this. But then <laughs> he he goes up into like into the, like the sky to fight like space pirates, and it's like he's like punching through walls. He's like punching through doors. He he kills he like kills someone. He not like punched someone off a spaceship into like into the Thames or something. And he's like he's he I think he makes like a Harry Potter joke or something, which like fucking like the first Doctor do that is just fucking stupid. But at the end, the, the whole captures at the end. Um, it's like this young author, J.M. Barry, watched the skies as he saw a one-handed man lead children up to a spaceship covered in pirates. He thought himself, wow, what a story. What could I do with a story of a flying boy who has kids and they fly and they fight pirates? What about Peter Pan? And then it just ends. It's like fucking like it's just it's it's one of those really what? bad ones. <laughs> is it with is it with Susan or is it with Dodo or it's, who's with, it with? it's I think it's with Susan. I think I think I think it might be with Su- it's our, I think it is Susan or maybe it is Dodo. I, I think it's it's meant to be set like during the point. It might be Dodo. I don't know. I <laughs> that tells you how much I remember it. Um, but like like at the end, then is like 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 at the end. It feels like the the turn right version of <laughs> of what their idea was going to be for the for the fiftieth. Sorry, the mo- the recent one, the one that was like the big finish anniversary one. I can't remember what it was called. Destiny of the Doctors or something, or and it's got like Benny meeting River and oh, yeah. Romana and all this. It's Benny. like it's even worse. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Could you imagine? Benny box it with uh with hyphen with a three and uh not hyphen with a three. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's that's the but like all joking aside, I literally had to message David because the the box that I'm on right now is current unit with a fourth Doctor Companion who's dead. Right. And Quarks, which is from the second Doctor. (laughs) And then the Eleven, which is like a big finish original. Like villain, it's like why is this all in the same box? And you know who who else is there? You're one from Battlefield, big Brigadier Bambera. Bambera, yeah. yeah. Like why are we all in the same box set? <laughs> and like we're just like fine with that. And then <laughs> now that the Disney Plus are like, give me that. <laughs> uh, 
But my, I don't know where yeah. Osgood is in all these conversations about it being on yeah, Disney Plus. Yeah, where where is yeah? I I, I don't know. Um, I suppose like, she yeah. wasn't in the flux either, was she? No, fair. No. But like, there's I feel a, like they're a duo. <laughs> yeah, they're a duo. Yeah, they have, there's, there's like one scene where she's like Osgood. Run away! They've they've bombed my house, and her house blows up, and that's like, like the only reference he gets. Yes, to the you're right. You're right. Yeah, that's true. And Chimna uh, was like world building tick. Yeah. <laughs> the um, uh, yeah, I think I don't know what where they're why they're not doing Oscar stuff. I think the my gut feeling is they're gonna like um slowly once it becomes a like clear like unit TV shows happening. They'll probably like start pushing Kate out and bring like ba- like Bambera in as like the the kind of like figurehead of that of that group. Um, I don't. I'm I'm just kind of sick. I'm like I said this before. I'm kind of sick of them doing impersonators now. Well, they finished. Like, yeah, because like John, you have John Coach. Like they've finally. Like, well, John Coach is all yeah. right. It's Stephen Noonan. Jesus. <laughs> Well, yes, well, yeah. The first but doctor. It, remember, everyone thought it was Annette Badland, and then it was just <laughs> yeah. him, and he's awful. Like, oh, the literally, the whole book sets where, like, the first doctor is being impersonated by someone who is really bad, plus then his companion is being impersonated, so it's like no one original is actually in it. What's the point? Yeah. Like, what are they even yeah. doing it for at this point? Like, I don't get what the meaningful stories are here. It's it's just, it's nonsense. It's It's... I, I get like I understand Michael Troughton playing Patrick Troughton when yeah. you know there's a good, like f- like there's at least like familial consent there and also yeah. that um they have like Fraser Hindstone they have you know they they have companions that they can, they can actually use um it's just like having like no like no one is looking for a first doctor dodo box, box there. yeah yeah I mean even then like they like I. It's it's not ideal, but like they are kind of softly. They've started like replacing Hartnell with David Bradley and like a lot of stuff, um, which also feels very kind of weird. But I understand that. Well, like David Bradley is, you know, he's currently back in like high demand, so obviously they can't do David Bradley box sets. But like, but like when yeah. Peter Purvis is also doing impressions of yeah. The first doctor. Why do we need three first doctor impersonators? Mm. And then don't even get me started on Tim Trailer. Um, I, I, I don't <laughs> mind him. He, I don't, I don't mind him as an impersonator. I've seen things online where he's been that naked twat. I'm like, I can't. Oh be, god! Can't well, so is Peter Purvis apparently, and uh, Christopher. Yeah. What do you call him? Trevor Baxendale. Oh, yeah. oh god! Yeah, and Terry Malloy. You know, Terry Malloy is is. Um, but I thought that was fake. Yeah. I don't think it is. I think I think the Colin Baker thing underneath people were were like, yeah, that's not the real Colin Baker. Transphobic um, Davros. <laughs> that's a box set. <laughs> <laughs> but we joke, but it actually is a box set to Nick Braid. <laughs> it's actually one of his favorite ones. Literally, everyone is available to be put in a box set. Um, actually, who 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 had like I. I don't even know. Like I know, like Freema is like the only kind of Freema and Capaldi are the two like major people who obviously said, like, "I'm not going to come back for for Big Finish. I have no interest." I know they they I'm... said as well that yeah, John Sim is isn't affordable anymore. Even though they can do it, like they can afford to get like Kate Winslet and um... yeah, literally, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Like I I feel like they really. Like David Tennant was like, "Oh, I'll do it for a bit of a laugh," and they like sucked his soul out and put <laughs> yeah. him in every shite in the world. And then he's probably like, "I don't want to do it anymore either." 
I don't know. Um, like Dudman's gone. Dudman's gone. So they have to get like if they're doing eleven again, there they're gonna like like my my I have a gut feeling that like Matt might have done like one for, yeah yeah once in future like maybe like one episode or something. Yeah, but like um, they're not gonna get Karen Gillan. Arthur Darbell is there doing Rory meets the sixties or whatever. Right. So and who else they're gonna get? Like. Jen Louise Coleman's not going to be affordable mm-hmm. either. I know, but if we get like a, a River Eleven after Angels in Manhattan, at least I would like that. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I, but personally, I would like that. But that's maybe bad. And it would sell, to be fair. Yeah, I'd buy that mm-hmm. one. Maybe even the physical? <laughs> well, I was going to say, I have the limited edition Light at the End uh, <laughs> box set, like one of 1,000 or whatever. Number one? I don't know what number it was. Fifty-two or something. <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be worth like five billion quid when once the world collapses. And no, literally, like you know when Big Finish were starting to sell their stock, being like, listen, no one uses CDs anymore. We're gonna sell these all for like ten p. My dad was all, we need to get. <laughs> I've seen ones. his office. It's old. <laughs> it's like no one needs like nineteen nineties Big Finish on CD. Like, no, that's not gonna gain any value. Listen, 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 Lou Guru. Or Loop Guru on, on CD is going to be worth oh. so much. <laughs> Just Please. you wait. Um, I actually, I, I, I um, was in my brief big finish buying era again recently. And oh, I, what I, were you I, buying? I bought, I bought Light at the End because I was like, I want to listen to Light at the End again. Um, and I bought it at a full price and the day after it went on, went on sale. <laughs> <laughs> All you've got to do is wait one day and big finish put on like some sort of seal. Right. Oh, they're always so like weirdly. It's, it's like um, there's one reason that was like get like twenty percent off audios featuring and uh, PC Andy and or Yan <laughs> or um, not Yanto, um Reese. It was like it was, <laughs> it was like, like okay. <laughs> That's what they'll do. It's like randomly they were like it's the tenth anniversary of um, this episode. No, the, any characters in this episode are fifteen percent off. I'm like what? <laughs> Uh, I really want to listen to that. Um, you know, that, that, like the New Earth, the the, the famous New Earth. Uh, oh, I listened set. to it. Jesus yeah, Christ! Where, like, the, where even in, like the height of their David Tennant things, they had, they had to get like an impersonator to play David Tennant. Yeah, it's like four episodes set on New Earth with like yeah, the cat nurses, right? But like, is the Doctor there? No, this is some other character who's the main character. Oh, um, and but the 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 thing the only thing I remember with that one is that like it came out whenever it came out, and then like. Five months later, it was going to be free in Doctor yeah. Who magazine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, the the prophecies come full circle because I remember the last episode I did with you, David. We were reading the Tenth Doctor Classic Companions um, synopsis. Oh, yeah. yeah. And now I'm listening. I'm listening to the Nissa one where like Nissa has memory loss and thinks she's a stunt double or something. <laughs> No. And canines there for some reason. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, did you know that? Um, did you, I don't know if you listened to the. There was like a Radio Free Scarrow, uh, Chris Chibnall exit interview from Gallifrey One. Oh, no, was it? Which, which just someone, it? someone who was never on the show for every single episode, bar the ones with, with Peter because of time differences. Uh, did of course they 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 actually went to um to Gallifrey and met Chris Chibnall. We spoke about this before. They met. Chim and they met all these people. Apparently, Chim oh was very God. nice. Oh wow! Chim was very nice in real life. Apparently, um, but we have rescored the injury with with, with Chibnall saying like, you know, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? And he was saying that like they tried to get like they briefly, he briefly, very briefly tried to get canine in 
for as a, a, a full time companion with with Jody. What? And apparently, um, Bob Baker's estate are still very like, much like you're not getting canine from us. I'm sorry, we were we're still uh, trying like for what? for what? <laughs> time quick. <laughs> time quick, still going. Yeah. <laughs> Please, was that like it's like an Australian spinoff of canine? It's like he looks like really strange in it. Oh, there's, and there's like there's like genuine. There's like one person who was like an actual actor who was in that, and like there's like one director who ended up directing Doctor Who as well, who started off on not started off. But they they did like an episode of K Nine, and then they came over and did the. They did. I think they might have. It wasn't the Zygon two. It was some series nine episode they did. They, they directed, but um, the K like. The, the the fact that they're trying to still do Timequake even after Baker's past is like literally no, no like, one <laughs> no one wants it. No children care about Canine that much to watch a spin off nothing to do with any BBC licensed characters. <laughs> I was um, my dad messaged me today, this is another spin off. Um that you know Jacqueline Rayner on Twitter has like a Phineas and Ferb icon. <laughs> And apparently then the writers of Phineas and Ferb messed her to be like, we like Doctor Who, like, can we write something? And then they wrote a big finish. What? You like one of the Hebe ones? Did you listen to that Waterworlds one where Hebe's like really annoying, David? No. Uh, no. Oh my god. <laughs> Do you think they're going to try and make her Hebe in the 60th or think they're just going to pretend that she's not? Well, they've, they've called her Shirley Ang Beamham, which is like the, the, oh. the most Russell T. Davies name possible. I think... I actually think the that the the whole thing with Osgood is that um, Shirley Ann Bainham's going to be the new science officer for, for Unit. I think. Oh really? I have a feeling that, that I, I have a feeling also I've seen people say like, oh yeah, I've heard that she's she's maybe going to be in like the. the it's not show. really weird to be a sixth Doctor companion in Big Finish and then also in the current <laughs> show. Uh, I mean, yeah, and uh, especially when like. Mel is allegedly in the, the the same episode as well. It's like oh yeah, who's actually in the TARDIS <laughs> with her in Big Finish? Mm. It's very like suspicious. Mm. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Um, maybe we're in like the turn right world where um, K nine didn't become a, a huge success, uh, bigger than <laughs> anything, and Hebe didn't become the best companion ever. And um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, turn left. More like turn left, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm going to hit them with the next time. I'm receiving a communication from the Earthbound ships. They have a message for the human race. Put it through. Let's hear it. Exterminate! 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 Oh no! What is it? Who are they? Do you know them, John? Exterminate! 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 There's nothing I can do. I'm sorry. We're dead. And then I'll add the clip in later on. Um, it's always it's always great for them to find the, the clips for the next time because they're always 
they're always either like on YouTube or they're in like official quality or they're in like terrible screen recorder quality. And so actually, it? bring back the tortoise suits quality. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tortoise! The best tortoise suit is still um, the Army of Ghosts one, where it's like a whole like mini thing about like. I'm going to expose Torchwood, and then they're like, "No, you're not." And then the the guy's like, "Here's your new front page," and it's like an A4 page with like news written on top. But there's like, like no <laughs> background music, and it's like <laughs> the most echoey room. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. Um, yeah. Anyway, so let's let's turn away from 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 all this and turn left to. Uh, a bit where you can, if you want to plug anything you have going on, you can you can do so now. If you want to do it? Oh my god, okay. Yeah, I'll do it. <clears throat> yes, if you liked us on this episode, we talk about something completely different over on our podcast. It's called Snapped. We talk about pop music, we take a different pop album every week and talk about whether or not the artist snapped, which they always do, as a spoiler. <laughs> um, can I just say, speaking of pop music, um, I have been cursed to have a TikTok account um, but I'm I'm really I, I I got it to like look at like my sister like I want to send you videos but you don't have a TikTok like I'm going to make one like just to look at the videos I send you so I was like yeah I'll do it and then I'm cursed to like scroll whatever and um, <laughs> if there's one thing I want to turn left it's uh, I want Megan Trainer to turn left from when she or turn right from when she's going to fucking record I am your mother because I've heard that song so many fucking times though I'm getting so fucking sick of the whole fucking like, I am your mother listen to me <laughs> but what what happens when she covers Doctor in Distress? <laughs> Doctor in Distress. <laughs> um, it'll be it'll be the, the new trend, I suppose. What if she has a collab with uh, Benton? It's got Toothyana and the and the that that video like that video. I've 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 successfully gotten everyone to look at the um the Sergeant Benton sings to Toothyana video um i don't know if i peter i showed you the video didn't I, of, of yes. john levine it's like john levine in like an empty like cathedral empty like church building um singing a, a jj kale song to uh, a cosplayer dressed as to Fianna from rise of the guardians the, the dreamworks movie um and you can't see anyone in the front row because you're clapping <laughs> <laughs> and at, at the end it like fades out to like what i think is john levine kissing the cosplayer on the head in the like, a, in a bed or something what? and then my like uh past future guest cc show me the thing that they found of um it's a video john levine filmed of that cosplayer in a field that like it's like it looks like a like a Teletubbies kind of like intro because like it's like <laughs> the camera's like right in their face and like their eyelids are like going up and down, and the, the his whole video is like, oh, fa- I found this rare footage of of Tuthiana. If you think you know who Tuthiana is, please contact me on this. So what we surmised is that and like they we did like a little more digging. He basically didn't know who Tooth what like, what Tuthiana or Rise of the Guardians was, so he was like. <laughs> And he, like, what, what, the, the vibe games are like, he went to the convention, saw this cosplayer, and had like a, a Star is Born kind of thing where it was like, I'll make you, <laughs> I'll make you the, the, the biggest like creation in the world. Literally, um, because, why? <laughs> I don't know. She's not, uh, I'm not going to, uh, they, the, the cosplayer, aren't posting anything to do with John Levine at the moment. So either John Levine and the cosplayer fell out, or John Levine was kind of <laughs> they're abandoned there. Tiziana got too big for John Levine. <laughs> <laughs> She's a monster. <laughs> she killed the dead. Um, 
Oh, that's a re- Peter. That's a reference for you and I, and like no one else in the world at this point. <laughs> 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 oh, wife oh, in space. Literally, well, like, like I, every time I see him or hear of him, I just think of that. <laughs> you killed a dead now. Um, yeah. Anyway. I, I actually don't think anyone else in the entire internet knows that, but like I, it was I, so important to us. It's like we we like read this blog called Wife in Space, and I have a book about it where it's like this really big Doctor Who fan introduces his wife who doesn't care about Doctor Who at all, and like they watch every episode. Yeah, and then they went to interview this the guy John Levine who is like in like third Doctor unit stories Mm -hmm. like one of the sergeants, and like he just like in mid interview like. He doesn't like something she says, or like the way she. she spilled, or did he knock a drink? Spilled, yeah, she's <gasps> drinking on something. And he's like, "Stop the recording! You oh. killed it dead. Oh, you've killed it dead now!" And he he gets up and he walks away. That's savage. Like, she doesn't give a fuck because she's like, "Who is that?" <laughs> yeah, fair. Honest, but like, <gasps> I have to say this. <laughs> do you know? Do you know? Um, they've they've because you know, series nine just came out on, on the box set, like the classic series nine. They edited that, that that weird thing he says on the time. Uh, oh my god! Yes, Monster time episode where he's like, because the, the the guy, the baby who played, because baby then he gets turned to a baby in the episode, and the the part like the baby who played him like died, and John Levine had like a really weird like commentary on the episode, and during the commentary he says like, uh, "This is so and so. Um, they they're playing on me." Of course, they tragically died, but you know they got to be on Doctor Who, so <gasps> they lived a great life. Um, it's like, oh god, okay. <laughs> like that's a dead baby, but okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, I get what you were saying, but maybe don't say that. <laughs> yeah, but they, they've they've cut out of the the commentary now, apparently. So yeah, maybe it's a good idea. <laughs> uh, I don't know, John Levine. Uh, we'll, we'll go out on, we'll go out on um, John Levine serenading Toothiana. Oh please. Like the sound quality is absolutely fucked as well. Like there, like there's no professional. Like if if they're like the person whoever because it's like a multi cam as well because it cuts from like one camera to another camera, but you don't you don't see the cameraman like in either cut, so it's like really weird. <laughs> um, but they didn't have a obviously like they didn't have a like a sound thing set up, so like it just it's so echoey you can't even tell what he's singing half the time. It's 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 incredible. It's modern art. But anyway, thank you both for being for being here and um. You know, both of you welcome to come back whenever you want, whatever you want to do. You know, come back on. Um, Thank we'll you so much for it. having us. Yeah, no, it was mm, we're pleasure. big fans of the pod. Absolutely, mm. it's so nice to be on it. Thanks for having me. No problem. It's a pleasure to talk to you both. Um, next week we'll be back to uh, actually. Oh, well, I, I got to like jump in front of a, a big truck that says uh, "reset the bit," so we, next week we can start normally. But yeah. Um, goodbye. Uh, 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 I don't know. Um, Toothiana. <laughs> Go.
Thank you, Tuesday Thank you, my darling.